The following is my conversation with the creator of Python, Guido Van Rossum. We discussed the drug it, quitters, Granger, and single models. Enjoy, enjoy. This show is made possible by Logograph Scorn. I'm really excited to work with them because they are the perfect sponsor for this show. They make really interesting products that can help people improve their writing skills. I hope you take a look at their website and see what might be the perfect product for you. They have a really cool program where you can try before you buy. It's really great because sometimes you can't tell what a product is going to be like until you get it. I highly recommend checking out Logograph Scorn. Thanks for watching. Hello, Guido. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. No problem, Lexman. So first things first, how did you stumble upon Python and why did you decide to create it? Well, actually, I didn't stumble upon Python at all. I was working on uh, a language called ABC back in the early 80s, and somebody suggested I look into Python. I found it to be an interesting language with a lot of potential, so I decided to create a version for it. So what sets Python apart from other languages? I think one of the things that sets Python apart is the way it handles input and output. For example, you can do simple things like echo and print without any type conversion, which is really nice. Plus, the standard library is very comprehensive. That sounds like a fair assessment. So tell me a little bit about the Druggit model. What is it and how does it work? The Druggit model is basically a way of grouping variables together so that you can more easily see their relationships. For example, let's say you have four variables x, i, z, double, which are all floats. Normally, you might store them all in memory in arbitrary order, which can get quite confusing later on when you want to inspect their relationships. With the Druggit model, you could group them together like this X, U, Z, U, Z, W. This way, even if you later change one of the variables, say Z, you still have access to the other three variables because they're grouped together under the X key. That makes a lot of sense. So how would you use the Druggit model in practice? Well, for example, let's say that you want to find the difference between two arrays. You could first create an instance of the Druggit model with X as its key and then use diffix to compare the two arrays. That way you would only have to worry about reading from one array and writing to another, which is much faster than comparing each element individually. That sounds like a very practical use case. Do you have any other examples of how the Druggit model could be used? Sure thing. For example, let's say that you have an order detect object which stores data in sorted order. Normally, you would store each key in memory in its own variable, which can quickly get messy and slow down your program. With the Druggit model, you could group keys together like this: order dict, order dict, order dict, dict, this way, each key would occupy just one byte memory instead of four separate variables. That's really helpful. I think I'll start using the Druggit model in my own programs from now on. It makes everything a lot easier to understand and work with. Is there anything else that you want to share about the Druggit model? Not right now, but I'm sure we can talk about it some more if necessary. That sounds like a deal.
So next, I wanted to ask you about the quitters model. Can you tell me a little bit about it? The quitters model is basically a way of binning data. In other words, it allows you to group data into categories based on some criteria. For example, you might want to group all the integers together, all the floats together, and so on and so on. This way, you can more easily examine and modify the data within those categories. That sounds like an ideal use case for the quitters model. So can you give me an example of how it might be used? Sure thing. Say that you have an order that object which stores data in sorted order. Normally, you would store each key in memory in its own variable, which can quickly get messy and slow down your program. With the quitters model, you could group keys together like this. Or to dict, 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 dict, This way, each key would occupy just one byte in memory instead of four separate variables. That's amazing. I'm going to start using the quitters model in my own programs from now on. It makes everything a lot easier to understand and work with. Is there anything else that you want to share about the quitters model? Not right now, but I'm sure we can talk about it some more if necessary. That sounds like a deal. So last question for today, what are the singular models? The singular models are basically ways of grouping variables together according to their relevance. For example, you might want to group variables which are used together often or which are related in some way. This way you can more easily examine and modify the data within those groups. That makes a lot of sense. Are there any other examples that come to mind? Sure thing, for example, let's say that you have an array of strings which are stored in RAM. Normally, you would store each string in its own variable, which can quickly get messy and slow down your program. With the singular model, you could group strings together like this. Strone, str2, stree, three. This way, each string would occupy just one byte in memory instead of four separate variables. That's really helpful. I'm going to start using the singular models in my own programs from now on. It makes everything a lot easier to understand and work with. Is there anything else that you want to share about the singular models? Not right now, but I'm sure we can talk about it some more if necessary. That sounds like a deal. So that's all for today. Thanks for coming on the show, Guido. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. This show isn't afraid to speak its mind, and that's why we talk about the latest trends in programming and technology. Keep an eye out for future episodes where we'll be talking about more interesting topics. I'll end this episode with a poem by Guido Van Rossum titled The Singulum the singulum. What is it? A model? That's all it is. One way to group variables uh, for fast, efficient storage. Why did Guido make it? Mutually relevant variables. That's why